This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color. And you're rocking with the Connect experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, aka T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected experience. You should too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And you laughing, and we the connected experience. Yeah, what's going on, man? You tell them what the connected experience is. I feel like I Every tell time, them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. connected experience. It's a lifestyle. It's yeah. the lifestyle. It's our lifestyle. It's us playing liaison uh-huh. in many different ways. So either we hooking two people up, or uh-huh. we hooking you up with somebody. We just connecting, and it's or an we hooking ourselves up with like a lot of people who we think dope. So that's what we've been doing lately. Like just people we think dope. Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, listen though. What's so crazy is we got on these hoodies and shit. Yeah. And we did not plan this. Yeah. We did not pick this nigga up like, yo, dog, I got my shit on. And I never wear this. And I was like, man. I never wear it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your hair looking long as shit. I know, dog. Damn. Like, I felt like a chick was hitting on me and shit the other day. She was like, damn, your hair long. How long you been growing? And I was like, <laughs> long yeah, enough. Yeah. So what's been going on with hey, you? Hey, man, the same thing, bro. Uh, I went to try to bowl and shit yesterday, man. They turned me away. They seen the glow on me. They ain't want me to bowl and shit. <laughs> and I've been working on my stand up, bro. That's I got what, five good minutes. Yeah. I'm gonna need your help, right? I got, shit. oh, man. I I had some shit too for you yesterday, but I'ma start just start jotting it down. down. Yeah, uh, yeah, five good minutes. Like yeah. this is my, this is really my family. Yeah, that's what my shit goes. That's the name of your special. Yeah, this is really my family. Yeah, you so, got some shit about me, like you no, got. No, some... I'm saying I'm writing it in my head. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, I'm definitely gonna have some shit about yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So you got a turn? Yeah, I got a turn, man. It's fearless. It's free from fear or brave. So fearless. And uh, my term is entertainer, which is a singer, comedian, dancer, reciter, or of the like, especially a professional one. So why is those our terms today? Uh, because the guest we have today is a fearless entertainer. We have with us today Jay Fears. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sweetie. What up, though? My name is Jay Fears. Here, step to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should I bring it closer or yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, well, I can hear you now. Lift it up? Yeah, No, you're good right there. Okay. Because it come out with a green light. I got you. Yeah. My name is Jay Fears. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> so it's uh, definitely nice to meet you. So uh, we're going to get into who you are and just... Because my brother been following you on Instagram, and he like, yo, we need to have her on the show. She got a lot going on, Aww. and you know, and we just reach out. We reach out to people who we think dope, and like mm-hmm. we like everybody got a story, and mm-hmm. that story motivates, inspires. So let's get her up here and tell mm-hmm. her story. So why entertainment? What made you pick entertainment out of everything that you can do? It's all I've known. My mom got me into it. My mom was in entertainment. My grandmother sang in the choir. My my mom modeled. And so when I was seven years old, she threw me in dance. I started off as a dancer first doing uh, tap and jazz. And then I just went from there, moved to L.A., started doing hip-hop, started doing acting, started singing. So how old were you when you moved to L.A.? I was in a freshman in high school. Okay. Oh, okay. So did you go to a performing arts high school out there? No, I just went to a regular high school. Yeah. Oh, so like public. You moved to LA like mom, let's move, or you moved by yourself? No, me, my mom, my stepdad was supporting us from Detroit. Yeah. And we moved out there with a group of us because I started. I got a chance to go to LA from this modeling competition called IMTA stands yeah. for International Modeling and Talent Associations one of them you know you hear them on the radio yeah. oh, you, you got talented kids bring them down yeah. and also we did that they uh, auditioned they approved of me spent all this type of money went there went through the whole process I ended up getting the agent and that's yeah. why we moved because the agent was interested oh okay me. that's dope though that was really dope about that is like how you acknowledge your stepfather for like supporting y'all from oh, Detroit oh. because LA expensive you know it what I'm saying is. people don't realize that like they realize when they get there yeah, yeah, yeah that's, like, that's yeah. when you realize that like even if you go like to a burger joint you're like yo so that shit say like $10 that's, right. like, that's today, a number one right. Right, right. Yeah. cigarettes and yo <laughs> I stopped smoking cigarettes when we was in New York that one <laughs> Yo, them shits cost down there twenty dollars a pack. I say I'm tight. So let's talk about growing up in Detroit. How was growing up in Detroit? East side, west side? West side, Joy Roll, Evergreen. Oh, okay. That's where I grew up off exit nine. It was great. I have no complaints about growing up. I had the best friends. I uh, went to Dixon Elementary School, 
we all grew up together. Um, just typical, pretty much a lot of girls in the neighborhood riding yeah. bikes, uh, talking stuff, playing Monopoly on the porch <laughs> to two o'clock. Because yeah, yeah. after a while, when, when I was young, you when streetlights came on, it wasn't you had to if you was going somewhere, you wasn't going further than the porch. Right. So in the summertime, yeah, we was playing around the house. Christmas, everybody go over each other's house to see what kind of gifts you get, what gifts you get. Let's, right. You know, let's switch, let's do this. Right. It, it was great. I love all my friends. I'm still connected to a lot of them, thank God, through Facebook. And yeah. we hang out, have a good time. So no siblings growing up? No siblings? No. I had a... Uh, my mom had a, a son with my stepdad, and he passed when he was uh, four months old. Oh, okay. So I do have... Uh, I have stepbrothers. Right. I have stepbrothers, and I have half two half sisters okay yeah from your father yes yeah mm -hmm. that's what so do y'all get along yeah, oh yeah are, are they in entertainment too no oh so you just like I'm the, the cool entertainment only, sister i'm the only one they just looking at like where did you come from yeah i'm the only one yeah that's so, dope yeah that's dope that's dope so i hear you mentioning your mom a lot how was the relationship with your mother it's great it's a funny relationship especially as uh we've gotten older of course we have our times you know it's mother, a daughter, mother yeah. daughter relationship, but my mom is literally like my best friend. She and I always say it, she is the funniest lady I know. Yeah. She has always been making me laugh and she has not stopped yet. <laughs> I swear, like every everybody always talks about the relationship and they always say that we need a reality show. I hear it all the time. I don't see it, but people just <laughs> think that when we get together, we're crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to believe the people. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't see it because you in the crazy. Right, yeah. I mean, even when we people we were, when we're arguing, they think it's funny when anything, just uh, talking about people, talking about ourselves, talking about clothes, fashion, all that type of stuff. So you go to L.A. in the ninth grade. Do you remember what high school you went to in L.A.? I went to John Burroughs High School in Burbank, California. Oh, you okay. went to Burbank. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. nice in Burbank, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that means Step Pops really had to send a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. My, I'm thinking you about my... to be like Chris or high. Oh, no. We went straight up where everywhere. We didn't have in to mix, uh, go yeah. too far for the auditions and everything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we was right in the middle of everything. Now, did you graduate from high school in L.A.? Or I you? Did. Yeah, so you graduated. So, like, uh, being in L.A., being from Detroit being in LA for like your formative years as in high school like how did that help shape you as far as how you looked at entertainment because now you can be in LA and see like this shit kind of real but it ain't that real yeah it was it was really different because like every I really went through a lot of different changes like my mom did a really good job putting me in different environments because I went to elementary school in Detroit. I went to middle school in Dearborn. Oh, okay. And then I went, I did one semester at Cody before I left. And then I graduated with majority white and um, like Latino. Right. So I got a chance to really uh, mix in and get a chance to learn a lot of different cultures. So it helped me a lot with entertainment, with um, learning different music, especially with me getting into music. I right. uh, picked up on a lot of different genres from listening to the things that my my peers listen to. Right, right. So yeah, it was it was it was a great experience. I, I really do appreciate it now, especially right, now. too. Yeah. Right. So by the time you made it to LA, when did you discover that you wanted to do music? Because you say you went there through modeling, so to speak. So right. at that time did you know like, yo, I wanna dance and sing, like I wanna be the total package? Like when did you sit down and tell yourself that that's what you want to do? I've always, it was something that was always in me because when I was younger, back at home in Detroit, I used to record myself in the basement. Uh, when my mother got a camcorder, I felt so bad because she never got a chance to use it because it was all, <laughs> all the tapes were full of just me <laughs> dancing and making music videos yeah. in the basement. But I never, nobody never told me that that was something that, like, I thought, I told myself that the people that I see on TV are, like, a certain type of per Like, you, yeah, everybody, everybody can do that. Yeah, right. So when I had, um, how I got into it, I was actually dancing background. I was 14 years old, and I was dancing background for Aaron Carter, Nick Carter's brother from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And his mom told me, she never even heard me, but she was like, you know what, you should think about singing. Yeah. And that's where it literally came from, because I said, I didn't say that to her, but I was like, I can do that? Yeah. I thought that, you know, I thought Whitney Houston and all these people, I thought that was just like a certain, yeah, like, like only these type of, I don't know who her mother is, but, right. you know, that's for them. Right, you know, that's right. not for people off Westwood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, actually, and the cool thing about it is, like, 
now looking back like that lady seen it in you because I'm pretty sure you wasn't the only background dancer mm-hmm. right right so mm-hmm. and plus at this time like that Aaron Carter was on fire so she's seen tons of background dancers and she's seen like the light on you so that's dope that she told you like so she really telling you like this is how you go get to the next level mm-hmm. so did you take her advice right away or did you, it, it kind of had to sink in I did. I never, I didn't like just completely stop dancing, but in yeah. uh, I kept my dancing and my acting career, but I just added to it. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, mom, let's try this. And I, yeah. you know, got let's it. add this to the arsenal. Mm-hmm. Now you speak about growing up in LA and Detroit. So at one point, like you and your mom was homeless. Was this in LA or was this in Detroit? This was in LA in my senior, my whole senior year of high school. We did not have an address. Yeah. I literally lived in Motels, right? Motels, hotels. Lived with, uh, lived with different like up and coming celebrities at that time. Yeah, we was just. I, it was literally days when my mom would come pick me up from high school with all of our belongings in the car, and we only had a two door '94 Mustang. Yeah. So trying, you know, fitting. That's not a lot. Yeah. Right. So right. just trying to fit all that stuff, and I would just get in the car and be like, okay, well, where are we sleeping tonight? Yeah. yeah. So what led to that? What led to being homeless? What happened was was we were supposed to be roommating with a church a church friend's um brother. Okay. We were supposed to go in on the uh, like the security half, deposit yeah. together and we had our half but he didn't have his. So we missed and that at that I guess that time like around 2000 in the area that we were we weren't really trying weren't really trying to venture out into other cities and like that we wanted I wanted to stay close to school. She wanted right. me to too. So when we lost out on the apartment, it just, I guess it just, I was young, so I never really, like, asked her. But I'm just assuming that it just wasn't that many other places that we probably could afford to do. In that area. A, a security deposit on. And, yeah. And it just, and I think they probably also fell out from that, too. Of course mom. you would, because, yeah. like, I'm out here with my daughter. With the, with my, yeah, with my friend. Yeah, and it was a really bad thing, because that girl ended up, like, stealing my passport and, like, did fraud with it was a mess. So this same person, her brother. Remember, I said yeah. it was a church friend's brother. brother that we yeah. Were supposed so to his sister. With. Yeah, the girl that was actually my friend. Yeah, well, that I went to church with. Yeah. We danced together. Went <laughs> yeah. out of town. We was a. Uh, I, I danced a lot in uh, ch- hip hop with it with a uh, church too. Yeah, going out of town together, dancing the troop. Girl stole my passport, yeah. put a picture over it, opened up bank accounts. <laughs> they didn't call me in Detroit because I moved back. Yeah. I moved back to Detroit on 9-11. Oh, okay. And when I moved back, they was like, yeah, you opening up accounts at, uh, I forget the name of the bank over there, like Washington Mutual, whatever it is over there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even live there. Yeah. It was a mess. That's crazy. Did you? How long did it take you to get that all cleaned up? Forever. Yeah. Forever. I had to... Get I had to like go to Chicago get a whole new passport. They made me wait all day because they did. You know it's hard to you know, prove pr- that. Yeah, I'm like, that, I'm, no, this is me. Right, please. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, and I was trying to get it because I had to go to Japan yeah. like within the next couple of days and. Yeah. Oh, so you couldn't even do it at the uh, center downtown because yeah. you know it's one downtown. It is now. I don't. Think oh, it, it was it. Back yeah, because like if uh, I don't know if people know this, like if you like needed emergency passport, you can go downtown or they go charge you though. But oh, yeah. you don't have to wait that way. I think it's like probably yeah extra hundred dollars maybe but they go charge you and you got to make an appointment so <laughs> try making yeah, an appointment, appointment right yeah. so how did y'all bounce back from that uh the, the homeless part like how did y'all well what happened was was that my, you know because we always still my stepdad was here in detroit yeah so shout out to step pop so well rest in heaven okay. shout out to yeah. him in heaven he's amazing but um my mom when i turned 18 uh we ended up finding a place in uh glendale that was um extended stay okay. hotel yeah and we stayed there for pretty much the remaining months of my senior year. So once I graduated, I turned 18. I was able to drive. My mom left. She went back to her <laughs> husband like, look, you can finish out the summer yeah. here. And come back what, if you yeah, need to. And you are coming back in September. Yeah. And that's what I did. So she came back to her regular life yeah. with her husband and the house and the, like normal. Yeah. Us struggling out there. And I, and I stayed, did a couple of music videos out there. And I, I came back home to a house. You remember what videos? I did a video with Ray J. It was called Formal Invite, and I did a video with Left Eye. Her last video that she did before she passed, it was yeah. called, um, the album was called Supernova. Was this when she was on Death Row, or this was she? No, she, I remember she had a, she was supposed to be on Death Row after, after that, because the uh, uh, contractual obligation would have been up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I forget the name of the song, but I know the album was called, um, 
supernova. Yeah, do you post these videos? I do sometimes yeah. on uh, Throwback Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah, that's dope. So, <laughs> like, being a like young girl, being homeless your senior year, like, how did that affect you? Did you ever think like this? Just this, maybe this LA shit just not for me. Because in Detroit, you wouldn't have been homeless. Right. Like, we really got somewhere to go. Every night is, like, more stability. But you, like, believe in this dream so much. And then you were senior in high school. And it's just going on so much mm-hmm. for kids, especially women, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you coming into your own. Did you ever think, like, Mom, let's just go home? Or did she ever suggest you, like, let's, let's just go home? No, but I saw the stress. Yeah. I saw the stress in her. And I was just really just trying to do my best. Because I really did good for a first-timer uh, just getting thrown out there, not really having a lot of training. Like, I did a lot of my training while I was there. Right. I didn't do bad. It was just that I never got, like, a really big thing to, you know, right. carry us. Right. So I was just, tr- I just kept trying to, you know, we were going to uh, church faithfully and out there, and that's what really helped me, too. I was just, I just had so much faith. Like, you know, I really think that I can do this. I can help us. Right. And so... That's how I was just, I was just getting Plus it to make for like a dope story. Like you throw that in there. Yeah. I'm saying, especially at the time, you like, yo, I'm a blow. Yeah. And I would just we be able to tell my story. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, I was homeless. Yeah. And- so something else that was big in your life though, as a kid, like uh, you was diagnosed with a skin disease. Like tell us about that and like how that affected you. That, that really, that was something else. Yeah. <laughs> that was really something else. I um, uh, How were you when you found out? I this was in two thousand and five. Yeah, was that twenty two? Yeah, twenty two, somewhere around there. Um, I just woke up. I just woke up one day, and I've had chicken pox when I was younger, like the rest of us, because yeah. it was prevalent. Now, right. now I haven't seen one child with it. <laughs> you they feel don't have chicken pox no more. No, and but if you're a daughter, you catch it, you'll die. To, uh, peanuts. Yeah, yeah, what? but it ain't no more chicken pox. So. I did not know that. Yeah, every school you walk into, they tell you you can't bring nothing peanuts. That's why kids can't even take cupcakes and stuff no more for their birthday because it got to be from a peanut-free facility. You show me two of those, and That's, then I tell you. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't have children, yeah. so I. I yeah, no, you that. can't take nothing for no birthday parties no more. Like Halloween candy, if that school celebrates no Halloween, <laughs> and then nobody got chicken get chicken pox. I told my daughter about chicken pox. It was like a myth. <laughs> I was like, like yeah, that? you could just wake up and be bumped up, and then it'd be gold in a couple yeah, weeks. <laughs> that's exactly what. <laughs> yeah, remember to me? you had that chicken pox that Jamaican like yeah. gave us a remedy. He was like boil the corn. Right. And he gave my mom some stuff to boil the corn in. And he was like, don't eat the corn, drink the water. And it I got him out of like no scars and got it out of him in two days. days. Yeah. yeah. So go on here, though. Because <laughs> that chicken pox, because like it used to be like so such normal. a big thing. Like we used to have like chicken pox parties. Yeah, so like it was like everybody get, get, it yeah. Yeah. get it all out the way. No chicken pox, no measles, no nothing. It, nothing. So you can't shoot my kids up with that stuff because it don't matter. These diseases won't be here soon anyway. Yeah, they, they just they they were ex, they're extinct now. Yeah. But I I I thought because you know sometimes people can't get them as adults. As adults, yeah. So I thought I had them again, and then so we just kind of just blew it off like oh you got chicken pox again, and then the next it just exploded like it just went through so many different phases. It started off as little red bumps, and then it exploded into um like these blisters yeah they and it was all over it was completely all it, they were in my mouth it was all really over. painful it was, huh? yeah oh my god excruciating excruciating pain yeah. i've never felt pain like this and i didn't been through a lot yeah and after that it went to a they scabbed up and then when they scabbed they started to become itchy so like how long was the process from like little red bump to like the blisters um the whole the whole thing was probably like about a month month and yeah. a half because each phase was like about a week and a half a piece. So did you initially think maybe it's something I ate? Like, you know, people I get was. to going back like, damn, what did I eat different? Because yeah. when you uh, introduce different stuff into your body, it's like the reaction. So then, like, what made you say, this This is not chicken pies? Like, let me go. I got to see what this like is. Like, when I, when I went to U of M, and because everywhere that I went, like, emergency doctor, everybody just kept saying, I don't know what this is. So I Ooh, went to U tough. of M. That's tough to hear. Yeah, and they said, you, you know, I'm like, am I going to die? Like, right. what, what what's next? Mean? Yeah, what do you mean you next? don't know? And they, was, they were like, well, maybe we can send you to the specialist at U of M. And I went up there, and they had the residents come in. It was about, like, 10 people that came in and was looking at me, and they all had their charts. Nobody gave me an answer. Everybody just kept saying, 
I don't know. We I've never seen this. I don't know. So that's that's when I knew that it was something, something serious. Yeah. yeah. So, so when did you actually finally get diagnosed? Did I never did. Oh. Like I, I went to a a dermatologist and I got two terms. I got something called lichen planus. And I got something called pariah pigmentosa. Yeah. Those are the, but it was like, it was never a definite thing. Yeah. You felt like they just gave you that, like, uh, here, tell her something. Yeah. Or like, you know, this is what it looks closest to. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So after that, like, ha- like how often would it happen? Or it was just like that one time, like. It was the one time. And then I kept having like a small couple of uh, breakout episodes, maybe a couple of months after that. But yeah. then after that. That it, it just smoothed out and it just left all these scabs over me. Yeah. And over the years, it was and never nobody. I didn't even have an answer if the if the marks are going to go away. Yeah. Every, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know if they could. They couldn't. We don't know. <laughs> what y'all, y'all go to school y'all for? Get paid so much money. Yeah, like because it's what, a practice. Right. Exactly. That's, that's what it's called. It's called a medical practice. They you know stress that term so strongly. Yeah. It's not even funny. And that's what they were doing. Like, and I guess they have to do that too, so they won't get sued. Yeah. Try to keep them getting sued. So, yeah, but thank God they, they're they not completely 100%, but they are about, like, 85 to 90% Yeah. Now, did it affect your work at this time? It did. It affected my self-esteem. That's what I was about. That was going to be my it, next question. It affected yeah. my self-esteem a lot. Like, I didn't want to wear... Uh, right, because you you uh, like a background dancer too, and a lot of that stuff be like really small and like show like a lot of a body basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but a, you know it actually ended up kind of working for me because I look different. Yeah. So I would end up booking a lot of stuff because of, of it, and they yeah. were like, I would be like, oh, you guys want me to cover it up? I have. I used to go around with a lot of makeup and, Just and to cover be ready. it up, yeah. and they were like, no, it's fine. You look, you know, you look beautiful. You look great. People thought I had it. They people thought it was freckles. Yeah, it was crazy. Like if you, yeah. well, it's freckles. If you need somebody yeah, with if freckles, if you need yeah. some here, I, you can take these freckles. Yeah, I remember uh, crying at a um, a performance I went to because these girls were up there singing and dancing, and they um had the midriff tops on. Yeah, I ran. It was so dramatic. It was like a soap opera. I like ran out there like I'll never be able to do this again. This is so like oh my god. I don't even, what, what am I? What's my purpose? And, yeah, and I, I I eventually got. I, I did. I wish I could have. Like I literally, you could have heard like the violins playing the back. It was so dramatic. Yeah, I had. Yeah, but I did have that one moment. But I got. You know, I just, I just get strong. I just get over it. And I always yeah. just get that attitude. Like, hey. Yeah. It is what it is. Now, what's really interesting is you are the second person that we had in here that danced at Super Bowl Forty. Really? Yeah, we had Alexis alone. She uh she said she danced at Super Bowl Forty. So tell us about your experience dancing at Super Bowl Forty. Like, what was? Because y'all, you danced with Stevie Wonder, right? Yep. Okay, y'all obviously <laughs> danced together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I'm trying to and she said it was tough. Yeah. She said it was the auditions and stuff was like all the way up until the moment. Like. It was. Yeah, she said know, some people got cut like right before she you They know, did went a typecast. Yeah. You know them? Have you ever heard of a typecast or like been to a typecast where you just walk in? I didn't been to so many of those, like especially back in LA because so for the bigger artists, so many people go that they literally just cut you. Just by how the way you look. I don't know if you really can see that picture, but that's her right there. Okay. And then I don't know how she looked during Super Bowl Forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her best friend used to uh, dance with me when I danced with Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. See, and her story real similar. She just took her to New York yep. and mm-hmm. went through stuff. But so how was that? Because like, was that the biggest thing you had booked at, at that time? N- no, because I had did like the wood when I was uh, in that yeah uh, motion picture. So it was it was definitely one of them. No. Yeah. It you was said the what? The Wood, yeah. Paramount with uh, Omar Epps. Yeah, I know, Jones. but you, I oh. want them to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I played. That was my very first uh, major role of anything that I did. I played. I didn't even have a name. My, my <laughs> name in the credits is Girl with Roland. And that was my part. Like I, every, And it was so crazy that everybody remembers that scene when I said, that's so nasty. When we was in high school and they was trying to lose their virginity. You remember the $5 bet? Yeah. And they had the $1 bet with the booty. Yeah. And they had the $5 bet in high school to... Who can lose their virginity first? And I was uh, on the bed with Roland, the guy with the high top fade. And I was like, oh, you want me to let you put that inside of me? That's so nasty. That's what. I, that's my claim to fame, John. <laughs> How did so you book that? Girl. Like, what, what made you go to that audition? Through my agency. Oh, okay. I, I got an audition. You know? Yeah. And I originally auditioned to be the girl that said, hi, baby, when they were uh, in middle school. And... Um, I was supposed to, I had auditioned for that part, 
And then they told me that they thought I would be better. I don't know what's wrong with my nose. You like swear that I do drugs or something, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, if you do. I only drink. That's oh, okay. It. Oh, do. wait a minute, Joe. Yo, at the weed, yo, no. She's saying so. Oh, yeah. It. I've tried it. I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. It's just something about me. And I'm just like, you know, why am I doing this? Yeah. It's, it's just not for me. <laughs> oh, when you look down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, like, what, what am I doing here? Why, who, are, who are you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. So but, after booking that, like, like w- once it was a hit with people, like, how did you feel? Like, you walking down the street, are people recognizing you? Mm-mm. Especially not out in L.A. Yeah, because everybody do something in L.A., you know? Yeah. All the waiters are actors waiting to get their big shot and stuff like that. Everybody, so no. It was nothing like that. It was just... It was just a, a great beginning. It was very promising. Yeah. It was very like, okay, because I booked that within six months that I was out there. Yeah. So it was just like, wow, you know, okay, well, maybe you yeah. do know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, you know? maybe this is really about to pop right. off like yeah. this. You know so, it, yeah, it was really great. But you was asking me about the... Um, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. 40, yeah. Yeah, that was... Oh, did Stevie Wonder tell you how pretty you were? He did. Yeah, because we all in this room believe that he is not blind. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's so funny because the choreographer actually did say that to us, but nobody said anything. He was like, and he called him by his real name. He was like, yeah, we have the rehearsal tape. We're going to send, we're going to let Steve Lynn see it and see <laughs> and if nobody, he approves. And, and nobody and caught just, that. Huh? We just all looked around like... We didn't yeah. say nothing. Yeah. I, didn't, I know I didn't. Say I was just like I just yeah. said okay. Well, yeah. you know, let us know what he thinks. Yeah, let us know what he said he saw. Right. Yeah. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if he approves. Thank you for confirming that. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for confirming. Because right. it's an ongoing discussion, right? And it's actually started when Alexis was on, and my brother came with the theory. Like, listen, he hit us with like mad examples, right? Then my partners took it even further, and he showed a, a advertisement for Atari. <laughs> How is somebody who blind advertising a target, a, video, target, game, a yeah. video game? You don't even know what the graphics look like. Now, we ain't trying to clown him or nothing. No, we just yeah. believe, like, he it just had to. It blew up too much. Right, and yeah. he had to stay. That's his, I feel like that's his character. Yeah. But I feel like Steven, or whatever you said his name is, yeah. he, he at home, and he can see, and he watching TV, and he thinks his grandkids look the beautifulest of the world, yeah. and pick her for me, because I like how she look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is what it is. So, like, walk us through that process. Like, was that nervous? Like, this Super Bowl 40, like, the eyes. Oh, yeah, it's in the eyes of the world is like on on you. What did you right, play? I. It was ex- I don't know. You know, I'm I'm a weird child. <laughs> it was because, but at the same time, I didn't been through so many dance auditions yeah. in in L. A. So it was just like another audition for me. Yeah. But when I did get picked, that's when it was like, oh man, this is about to be great. And yeah. even, I even when I did it, I wasn't nervous. Because I always have this thing, like when I dance behind somebody, they not there to see me. So yeah. I don't, I'm only nervous when I sing. Right. So, so unless I fall, they ain't even paying attention to me. Right. No, 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 yeah. No, nobody, nobody. Who really cares about the background? You know, <laughs> but, it's like you guys family. are, yeah, right. You know, yeah. you guys are the support. So like I was really there helping and consoling my dance friends because <laughs> yeah. they were the ones freaking out. I'm like, y'all, right, it's yeah. okay. You know, we, we can... This is we we gonna get we do through this, this. Yeah, right? You yeah. know, let's just do this. Let's knock it out. We've been let's you know this is why we rehearse, right. like Michael Jackson said. You know, so but it, it was definitely a fun experience, and it was one of the major things that I had did with the spots. Yeah. So I was uh, just more so, and I might not, I might that might have been a reason too why I was not so into it because I was self conscious. Yeah. And because we had to wear like these sixties inspired dresses. Yeah. And oh, so this one it just had happened. Yeah, it was just all the um like the raised part was over. So it it had smoothed out, all the itchiness was gone, and now they were just very, very bright. Yeah. And like, you know, see you can see Yeah, them. you can see it, yeah. So I had to wear a um a yellow dress and I was just kinda like self conscious about like my arms and stuff being seen. Yeah. But you know the, the makeup, the wigs, everything. It was it was a great experience. Yeah. Especially um seeing Stevie get a chance to uh, when he came to the final rehearsal, he just sat down at the they sat him down at the piano when he just started playing. Yeah, she told us that. Yeah. Yeah, he just started playing for like forty. He just had it, and then like the back, everybody just fell in line. Background singers and okay, I guess we just Stevie want to sing, so I guess we just got to sing. Yeah. And, you know, we just sat there in the audience like, okay, well, I guess it's not time to rehearse yet because Stevie wants to sing. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, that's dope. I'll never dope. forget it. That's dope. 
So could you tell us about some of your other famous co-stars? Because you've been in a few movies, right? I have. So what other movies have you been in? Crossover. That was shot here in Detroit. Yeah. Um, Detroit, uh, born and raised director, Preston Whitmore. Okay. And um, my co-stars for that was uh, Eva Marcel. You know, she's on Real Housewives of Atlanta Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, crossover. Don't get confused with Crossover with the Wood. Uh, who else was in Crossover? Wayne Brady. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Brady was in crossover. Anthony Mackie, yeah. really big actor right now, played my boyfriend. I was opposite Aunt, uh, Anthony. And what's the baby name? Wesley Jonathan. So oh, this yeah. is the second movie you did, or how many movies w- had you done? W- w- Wesley uh, is uh, a. <laughs> what's that? What movie was that nigga in, man? He wasn't like a high school movie. He was the nigga in that bitch, too. I can't think of it, dog. I, I had to think of a it. A high man. school movie? He was in some movie. He was like the nigga, bro. Because, <laughs> you know, usually he don't be like the main character. Like, he don't got no uh, role where it's like, this the nigga. But I can't even remember that. <laughs> so, like, do you keep in contact with any of them? I do not. You know, they all out in L.A. Everybody's doing their own thing. I mm. ran into a few people. I ran into Eva last year at the um the revolt music conference yeah. ran into her talked to her for a few seconds i ran into uh tay Diggs in new york on the street randomly but i've, I've seen anthony at the essence music festival mm-hmm. but i have not ran into wesley so let's talk about your music you actually have a project that you're working on right now right i am so how deep are you into the project i'm knee <laughs> knee deep because it's only going to be seven songs right seven songs seven videos yeah so how many are you actually recording to pick from this seven I have about like nine okay nine a strong nine and I'm going to pick seven from that okay because I had a seven and then I met a producer another producer that I Wanted ended up with. like working with and so we are on our third song and okay. I really like all three of these songs so I'm thinking about replacing you know yeah. it's gonna be like a whole list we just gonna go, go up there and just look at it and, and try to figure out you know who's yeah. gonna make the final seven what, what producers are you working with if you could say i'm working with um his name is justin credible and i'm working with cordell walton which is uh charlie wilson's md yeah and i'm working with uh rock mass and uh, sax appeal. Oh, sax appeal. Mm-hmm. So how did you get so plugged in with Charlie Wilson? Like, you, you toured the whole world with him, didn't you? 13 years. 13 years strong, still going. I That came from a girl that I used to dance with, with Aretha Franklin. And she... Wow, you just said that like... Uh, you know I danced for Aretha. I, I did dance, dance for Aretha. for Aretha Franklin, you know. I know. <laughs> I got, I, I Stevie know. Wonder was playing the piano. Right. See, that's why I don't like saying nothing. No, but we need to hear this because like... <laughs> that's a it, part of the story. That's though, a part of the is. story. It and that's really what we is. were saying. Like, you go inspire somebody who go hear this and they might say to their kid, like, see, she from Detroit and yeah. she... That leap of faith is really the difference between like making it and not making it. You know what I'm saying? So like that was so important for you to tell too. So that's why you will end up dancing with Aretha Franklin. And it's not by chance that when you're going through the biggest thing in your life, what you think is like with your skin disease and everything, that you dance at Super Bowl 40 behind Stevie Wonder to find out he's not blind. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so all of this stuff like matters. <laughs> you you're, feel what I'm saying? You're definitely correct. You're yeah. definitely correct. So yeah, but how you get plugged with Uncle Charlie? I got plugged with Charlie through uh, a good friend of mine that was dancing with me with Aretha. She knew Cordell, the um, the MD. Yeah. And he called her and said, I'm working with Charlie. They were working together on the play. Yeah. And uh, Charlie is getting back into, he was. this was the time when he was getting ready to release the Charlie Last Name Wilson project that he did with R. Kelly. Yeah. And he was like, Charlie wants to add dancers. And he was like, do you know... You got girls that dance? She said, yeah. And she called me. Yeah. Hey, you. Uh, I just got a call about working with Charlie Wilson. You want to go? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's literally yeah. how it happened. Yeah. And I said, who is Charlie Wilson? <laughs> you Even, don't know. I, right. I didn't put it. I was so young. I had. Um, I was like 20. That was all. Like er- Everything happened for me in you 2005. you like, Charlie Wilson, you think Bow Wow needs some dancers? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, 2005 was a strange year for me. It really was. Like, because I did. I filmed Crossover. In that um, in that year, and I got Charlie yeah. in that year. It was just like, what is two thousand and five? So, and I, as soon as I finished uh, filming that in like October, no August, I started um, dancing for Charlie. And then that was weird too because we had did like maybe a couple of shows, 
And then, you know, the skin disease happened in 2005, too. Yeah. So that was weird coming back to him. Yeah. And the band, every day was just looking at me like, what on earth happened to you? You did yeah. not look like this in the summertime. Right. And he... Thank God for him. He still kept me. You know, yeah. he could have. I wonder like, was the, did the weather affect that or something? Like it just because it's, it's since you say it just popped up out of nowhere. It just could have been no like. No answer. I don't know what I because I really haven't changed my diet. It's like anything that I ate in two thousand five. I haven't stopped. Yeah. And every it, thank God it hasn't come come back. I don't know if it was something that I no, was No, you, did, you didn't take a a, a garment from a, a stranger, did you? No, no, sir. Because <laughs> that's been not. known to give people <laughs> of African descent skin disease. <laughs> right. He's looking you at you like, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't catch the reference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be bugging. Yeah, you got it now, though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, okay, yeah. Thank I, you. I really have no idea. But, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I got eczema, so I know. You okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then recently, I've been like doing some uh, research on it, and they actually say that uh, skin diseases like that are parasites in your body because mm. you know from what what different stuff people eat or different uh, places people go, like parasites be in your body and certain stuff activated. Like I got eczema, I can't drink citrus. No oranges. If the sun shining too mm-hmm. bright, if it's too much grass, it makes it flare up. Yeah, so I just learned to stay away from all that shit. Like, oh if yeah, it's too, whatever. <laughs> if it's too, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah. so I, I feel important. your pain. You yeah, know what I'm saying I feel your pain. Yeah, when I was a kid, it used to be so bad because I didn't know how to control it. But as mm-hmm. I got older, I'm like, oh, no orange juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh, good. no peanuts. Like here we go with peanuts again. Yeah, damn peanuts. Right, and I grew up on peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, of course. Now you can't even have that. Can't even eat the Snickers. Yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. Of, I'm just so tired of everything. It's just like, Jesus, can we have anything, please? No. You feel those things? You, you no. can't even. There's some like flights you can't even get on. Like, oh, we yeah. have a peanut. No, please don't buy open peanut. Like, really? Like, yeah. come on, dog. They used to give you peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, and they still do this as long as somebody doesn't have an allergy. Yeah. Right. Way to find out on the flight to LA right. from Detroit. <laughs> so, what's the uh, project gonna be titled? What's the name of it? Gemini. Right. When is your birthday? Huh? When is your, your birthday? June 13th. Yeah, that's actually why I follow you. That's because I, I was like, I forget. I don't even remember why I follow her. That's our <laughs> partner birthday who passed away, and we oh. Gemini's. Okay. Right? Yeah. And everything you do, you Gemini, 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 mm-hmm. Gemini. And then, I don't know, one year I just hit the button because we Gemini's. And mm-hmm. that used to be, and we used to actually rap. the day before my mama's birthday. Yeah. Okay. When <laughs> yeah. is y'all birthday? May 22nd. Okay. You know what I'm I heard they May was trying 29th. to switch that shit. Yeah. Yeah, they had it into, uh, they trying to switch all the uh, signs. Like, yeah. Like, nah, the just like they did with the peanuts. Other <laughs> shit, like, so a new kid might be born on May 22nd, and he's something else now. But yeah. a Taurus. Yeah. They like trying to extend the shit. Shoot the shit I back thought every like the cutoff days was like the 18th or the yeah that's what I'm 20th. saying they expanding shit why like, just like Pluto stupid. not a planet you yeah, know like, just we, a, we graduated the same year Pluto was a planet wasn't it yes <laughs> it's not a planet it's no not more. a planet no more you know what I'm saying and then another question I've seen that can be posed is if the sun is in space and it's shining on Earth then why is outer space dark don't make <laughs> no sense do it. And- <laughs> He like you feel what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. I so it shine on the earth, but everything yeah. else, dark. but everything else dark. It's a lot of questions I need answered. Yeah, you know I be saying? wanting to go out there. There's no way you can go. You was there. Wait a minute. You was there. You was in L.A. You was out in space. All you had to do was go to the right studio. And they would film it. Because that's where they film everything anyway. Come on, man. I just was watching some shit. They was talking about like how to FaceTime. When they went to space, like how did they transmit a FaceTime, basically? Like they showing you on space. They showing them in space talking to the president on the phone. Come on now. Now I know they be having technology ahead of time. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones song was the first song played, played on the moon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the yeah. first song played on the moon was Quincy, a Quincy Jones song. Cause we I just watched the documentary. You watched that yet? That Quincy Jones documentary? No, I started Oh my it. god. I didn't finish it though. Yo. I didn't finish it either. I'm I'm not even I'm only in the sixties. And because okay. he he like talk about it by decade mm-hmm. and I'm only in the sixties. And you would actually think, and if he was like a selfish person, you would think that all of this stuff started with him. But he really just showing you like he's the best because whoever was the best, he stood right up under him and trained with him and then end up working for them to make them better. Whoever you think mm-hmm. from Frank Sinatra to and then they like show Frank Sinatra, bring him out on like live TV. Like you guys wonder why my band sounds so good. It's this young man right here, Quincy Jones. At that time, it's never heard of. Gave him that ring. Yeah, it's never heard of like Frank Sinatra, the best. He giving it up to this black man mm-hmm. but 
Especially during those times. Yeah, but it's every genre of music. Like, he was like, people didn't want to do bebop. So I went to Harlem, and I went to New York, and I played. He was 14, and I played in the clubs with the best people. And then I end up running these bands, uh, classical music. It was a lady. She's supposed to be the best. He said, I went right up under her, and she told me one thing that I never forget. Like, it's only seven notes. Now, what you need to find out during your life is how people use those seven notes and why they use those together. Oh, it's definitely worth watching, like, over and over and I'm over I'm going to finish again. it. I definitely think he can write music notes better than he can write cursive. I guarantee that. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, because he was writing that shit just so. <laughs> so, so, so what would be your I made it moment? Like, when you look up and be like, yo, it's time to start writing a movie. I made it. Uh, well, uh, probably... Probably after, like, a world tour. Yeah. Probably after a world tour, winning a couple of Grammys, breaking some records. Oh, so you don't want a BET award? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, heck yeah. I'm just saying because you said the Grammy. All. Like, yeah. I want them all. BET, AMA. Now, um, during the process of your world tour, are you going to pick the backup dancers? Yes, and I'm going to still choreograph because yeah. Yeah. I, I make up all my dance moves. I'm probably, I don't even know if there's a lot of, I, in Detroit, it's probably not anywhere because I've been dancing. And so when yeah. by dancing, I've uh, developed the skill of chore, chore, uh, choreographing. So, Choreography. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of them words where it just when yeah, you say it, it different, it, it, like, and yeah. I, and I've been doing it, and I still sometimes it's like second hand, right? yeah, yeah. I actually seen you had some trouble with your knee recently, like mm-hmm. so, like that just all just from dancing. That's what kind of came about dancing and standing. Cause yeah. the jobs that I have when I come home when I'm not on the road, they all been standing jobs. Like I worked at Victoria's Secret, yeah, and I've always after I left Victoria's Secret, I got into the food. Yeah, so this is a real Gemini question. Cause I battle with this all the time, right? And I'm about to say this, right? And I usually battle with it on Tuesday nights, like for <laughs> real, right? Because that's when we usually drop. So Monday night going into Tuesday, like how do you feel, right? Because you do like so much dope, dope shit, shit, right? <laughs> and then got to go to work. Like I want this to be work. I don't want to have to get up and go do nothing else. Like I really be like, and then like <laughs> one time I was working at Amazon and shit, right? <laughs> And my brother called me like, yo, we got Jay Prince, right? And it's Tuesday. Like, he like, he can come Thursday and shit. I couldn't even go back to work. Like, I went and I got on my thing and shit. And then, like, a nigga was talking to me and I just wasn't even paying attention. And I was like, I'm out, bro. I'm about to leave. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like, you get, like, paid time off. All you got to do is tell somebody you're leaving. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, y'all don't even understand, like, what I just, the news I just got. And you not going to understand because mm-hmm. you focused on this shit. I'm not focused on it. I don't give a damn mm-hmm. if I picked the wrong dog food today. And I left. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I just can't do it. Like, that shit is mind-boggling, especially as a Gemini, because we mm-hmm. go through, like, so many mood swings in an hour. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could be at work like, I just was fucking dancing behind Charlie Wilson. Like, now nah, this bitch asked me about some bras we don't got, bitch. Damn. Like, go look. Shit. I, I manifest it. Get out of my face. Like, so do you battle with that? This, I know, I feel so bad saying this after you but i do not have that problem yeah i do not have a problem i've been doing i've been working so long on the side because i've just always had that thing like you never know what can right. happen like you yeah. know yeah. he can i don't i'm not on contract with him yeah. he want to wake up today and say i don't want them detroit niggas no more yeah you know it's nothing like so i've always and i've always been blessed too to work like in the in the field that I'm in, especially with the uh, restaurant business, you work with the most insane people. <laughs> yeah, see, because a restaurant in the restaurant business, you don't got to take a drug test, no way, yeah. shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. right. Like, like that's just what it is. If you work in the restaurant business, you can always get a job from the highest level of restaurants. Yeah. So that means all the crazies. Work yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So the back of the house. Oh, <laughs> it's. I swear, I had like when I go out with Charlie, they look forward to my stories of me telling them what's going on in my restaurant. Yeah, they. Now, me and my mom don't need our own reality show. <laughs> the restaurant that I work at, it needs its own reality show. Yeah. I swear, it's never a dull moment. I mean, I can, I can yeah, imagine. Yeah, but see, I feel what both of y'all are saying. Like, when we do super dope shit, it's like, I can't be contained, like, for a couple days after that. Like, I'll be feeling like, okay, that was on the bucket list. I crossed it off, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to punch the clock. You know what I'm saying? I got a pretty easy job. It's just, yeah. like, when I be, I be looking at the supervisor, like, Yo, son, I was just with fucking T.K. Kirkland. Like, and we was laughing and joking. And now you and this bitch talking about 
some paperwork. Like, you know, like, get out my <laughs> yeah, face. Like, yeah. like, start me out real quick. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or I'm going to just leave. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like, I do have those moments when I get them terrible tips. Yeah. And that's when those <laughs> moments come in for me. Like, you know what? What what am I doing? Yeah. Like really, what am I doing? Well, I gotta, did you get a terrible tip because you were being given terrible service, or no, are they just bad tippers? Yes. It's See, I'm not a bad tipper. I, I tip, tip on, on the service. service. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a tip is just that. And then I work in another profession where, like, all my extras, I look at is tips. So I just provide the better service because. For the most part, what I provide, you can get this shit from anywhere. Like, you mm-hmm. shop with me because you like the feeling that I give you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know if I say yeah, it's a yeah. You ain't got to keep calling me and shit. But if I go out and get terrible service, I tip based on that. But I let you know. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I tell you, like, listen, man, I don't even know your name. You feel what I'm saying? I've been with the the nonverbals and shit you walk past, so you get nothing. You know yeah. who got some excellent service? No. Baker's Keyboard Lounge <laughs> got some excellent service. Dude, I was just down there the other night, man. It was, First of all, it looked like the day they first built it. And that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? They but that update. add to it, though, like, mm-hmm. it was dope, man. Yeah. I was, that was my first time going. I had a really good time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's good. It was, the peach cobbler was good, but they only hit you with like a teaspoon of that yeah. shit. <laughs> I love places like that. Yeah, but yeah, it, it had to feel like you could actually sit there and you see the smoke in the air from the mm-hmm. 1920s and I shit. Love, yeah. And they got all these pictures of everybody. It's the world's oldest jazz club in real life. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm That's dope. yeah still standing. Yeah, yep, still, jazz yeah. club. Yeah. Yep. And that, that, it feel like it. You, yeah. you you looking at the stage like, yo, like just everybody imagine that everybody, that everybody done yeah. graced that I stage. I bet you Quincy am, Jones been on that stage. Yeah, he yeah. probably <laughs> Believe that. I'm the queen of hole in the walls. I love like. I cannot stand going to like new like structures. Trendy. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. be in the places where you know the paint chipping and you know stage. They got the old equipment up there that still sound good. I love places like that. So, so what's next? Quiet. What's next? Gemini. E- so is this a this an EP? Seven videos. Seven songs. Seven songs. You mm-hmm. you you're directing the videos. You are doing the treatments. We know you choreographing them. So yep. uh, so mm-hmm. this is this is like a. Independent fem- feminine project, like yeah. girl power. It it really is. <laughs> yep. Well, what, how would you describe your sound when it comes to the music? Because since you've been around people like Charlie Wilson and stuff like that, and from even from Aaron Carter and those are like really different genres. So, yeah. like, how would you describe your sound? Pop soul. Yeah, I, I really because I um, especially with being with Charlie and Aretha in my um, older years, I've developed a lot of uh, a soul yeah. in me. So I always tell people like. When if you want to think of like my music, it would be like if Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake had a child. Okay, that's that would not be me. Them too. Yo, what's wrong? What? What? Well, because Justin left Janet out to dry after the Super Bowl. He, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he let you know like uh, actually that that I'm white. So yeah, I'm you still a nigga. <laughs> what about Bruno Mars? Okay, that's a good example too, and that's world tour shit. That's yeah. Grammy shit. And you know, yeah. Charlie just went on seven shows with, with Bruno. Yeah. yeah, so I just got finished doing. We just went to our last show was in Hawaii last week. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did he offer you the coke plate? He did not. <laughs> he didn't. It passed me up. It passed me. Up. <laughs> it passed me up. I didn't get a chance to yeah, partake. That, yeah. How was Hawaii? How did you like Hawaii? I loved it for the thirty-six hours I was there. That's what I did. How long was the flight? 37. <laughs> yeah, like, that's I was in the air longer than I was there yeah. for sure. Because we had to stop. I didn't even get a straight flight. We had to stop in Seattle. Yeah. It was in there. And then, like, the Seattle to Hawaii, that's, like, almost a six-hour flight. Yeah. yeah. So I I had to literally get up the morning of the show at, like, 7 just to, like, hit the beach and see things like that. Because we had a, a 1 o'clock lobby call. Yeah. I, that was, like, no time. So right. to eat, you know, have brunch, hang out. We had to get up early. So yeah, yeah, y'all had to do it moving. So what's your favorite place to visit? What, what have you been, Where have you been that you like, yo, this is really what's up? My, I love New York. Yeah. I, and I'm going to go visit one of the girls that um, I dance with, with Charlie. I'm going to visit her uh, next month. And... I, I love New York. I love uh, a small city in Florida called Boca Raton. Yeah. Those, yeah, Florida and New York are my top destinations. Jacksonville. To Jacksonville, yeah. probably my second favorite place in yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. We, we lived in Jacksonville for like a year. And, oh, y'all did? Yeah. yeah. And we used to move furniture, so we used to go all over the state. But Jacksonville, Florida is tight down there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really tight. Even the homeless people was cool. Because like, <laughs> yeah. you know it's hot, so it's a lot. Yeah. Of, and we live downtown in Jacksonville, so mm-hmm. like... I really, if I was to live somewhere else, it probably would be Jacksonville. But I'm never going to move from Michigan. Like this is always going to be home base. But if I 
had to go. Yeah, yeah that's, where, that's where you would go. Because the rain is so fucking crazy out there, though. Like, but it's oh only my. usually like no more than 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. Except for when it's a hurricane. That's what I was about to say. You never delivered furniture during a hurricane. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let me shut up then. Yeah, hey, I was just like, when it rain, it's only like 10 minutes. Hey, you, would look at, you would look at the rain a lot. First of all, you would look at people like, why the fuck do you want your furniture in a hurricane? This is going to get wet. But yeah. And they still wanted to deliver. They don't care. They yeah. want that deadline. Yeah, they want <laughs> right. Yeah, they want that yeah. deadline. So, so what's going to be the first single? Are you, it's too early to tell? Yeah, it is. Because I had one, and then I'd say, I'm like, I don't want that no more. Yeah. You know, because, like, you just, I've just been going through. I've been changing frequently yeah. lately, lately. And the music that I had recorded, like, a year and a half ago, it's completely different than what I'm going through now. So yeah. I've been recording new things. So I have to I have to pick one. Yeah, yeah. Right. You really so you actually don't have artistry. enough music to throw out a B side, like a throw out a whole separate project, yeah. like a continuation. Yeah. For sure. So is it just gonna be digitally, or are you doing physicals also? If I do, I'm not gonna do a lot. Yeah. Because I was thinking about doing the whole flash drive thing yeah. because not too many people really have CD. Players. Don't think that CDs, tapes, all that coming back. You got to do package deals, so you got to have. A CD, some vinyl, a tape, you know yeah, what I'm know, saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah, vinyl is definitely... Yeah, all of it's coming back, though. Okay. I got a record player that play records, play CDs, play tapes. You could plug really? your aux in, yeah. And I got it from a store, and it was it was really cheap. It was it was a nice price. Yeah. And it looked dope and everything. Cheap. And you could, you could hook your speakers up. I got mad records, you know what I'm okay. saying? I just don't use my record player yet. Because... My favorite records, I don't even fuck with. Like, yeah, I, got, uh, opening, yeah. I got Purple Rain. I got uh, Thriller. And then I got classics. Uh, and then I got Dead Flowers. And yeah. then I got ICP first album. And some of these albums ain't even open, so I don't even want to touch them shits. Like yeah, they, yeah. they hanging on the do wall. You, do you play any instrument? I don't. Yeah. Just dance and sing and act. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm we SJ. appreciate you coming. So oh, tell oh, the people yo, how yo, they yo, can yo, get yo, yo. how they can follow you. Uh, All my social media is uh, J Fears Facebook, and you can spell my name J A I F like Frank E A R S. That's YouTube. That's Spotify, that's SoundCloud, Instagram, yeah. everything, Twitter, yeah. everything is at J Fears. Okay, okay, that's dope. And then we could be waiting on that Gemini product. Yeah. And, uh, tell them where they can contact us, bro. They can contact us at TCE Pod all across the board. No, uh, actually, just on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's the board. Facebook kind of is the board, too. But no, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the board is Instagram and Twitter. And okay. then if they want to be a part of the show. Uh, PR at T-C-O-H-H dot org. PR at T-C-O-H-H dot org. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself. Yeah. All right, we going to go in here and do a drop and take a picture. So uh, with the promo, then I'll send you it too.